cliffcentral.com. Here, just to add to your fun, Flax, here's George Meany looking uh, extremely oh. smart. Are you, going, are you going to some sort of board <laughs> meet? What's going on? Are you going to a board meeting after this? Uh, I'm, I'm going to a um, uh, auto week business council meeting at nine o'clock. So I don't have time to change after this show and then wow. get there and have the meeting. So uh, um, all of the um, original equipment manufacturer CEOs will be in this meeting. So, uh, uh, you know, when in Rome, that's the thing. Looking very yeah, smart, you George. Looking very smart. Yeah, very stylish. George is not going to take any prisoners today. All right, George, so what's uh, happening? What do we need to know about this week? Yeah, so apologies for my Halloween outfit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, it's Halloween, of course. This weekend, everyone is dressing up. They are indeed. So, uh, um, you know, I may just kind of... Um, <laughs> Uh, but talking about Halloween, Gareth, um, uh, a, an electric vehicle is the perfect vehicle to dress up for Halloween and do um, what's called trick or trunking. What and, is that? Uh, and what trick or trunking is, is, uh, oh, wrong one. Sorry about that. Um, what trick or trunking ah, is, ah. is you can use the trunk of an EV to uh, put your sweets inside. That's so clever. Of course, if you eat all the sweets in a space like that, you're going to end up with such a sugar high that people are going to want to shoot you in the head. But yeah. So, so very good idea. If you, if you do have an EV of the, um, of the very few EVs that are on the road in South Africa, you can use it for Halloween. But an even better story, uh, Gareth, is this, um, uh, the story of a gentleman who buried a car uh, next to his house in California. Oh. So you can see Wait, what? Um, that's his mansion in yep. California. Right. And uh, um, uh, six feet under the ground, there is a Mercedes Benz that was found um, in this gentleman's yard next to this mansion. Now, it's a $15 million mansion this is. And uh, the story goes that uh, this guy's name is Johnny Lou. And uh, Johnny Liu had a history of arrests for murder, attempted murder, and insurance fraud. Shit. Um, and, uh, and this car was buried in his mansion in his backyard in Palo Alto in September of 1992. Now, they didn't find any remains in this car, uh, in this Mercedes-Benz, but uh, they did apparently found, find some suspicious things mm -hmm. inside the car. Why would anybody bury a car uh, next to their house? You've got to be hiding something. Well, yeah, it has all the evidence. <clears throat> I know a guy who was so in love with his car that he said to me as a joke, but I don't think he was actually joking. I think he was being quite serious. He was like, when I die one day, I want you to bury me in my car. So some people are so in love with their car that they, you know, they, want, they nev never want to be parted from it. You know, people often will be buried with like something sentimental, a photograph of someone that they love or whatever. People do that. I don't think yeah. it's so weird that someone might bury themselves in their car, but to bury your car on its own, there must be something hidden in that car mm -hmm. that you don't want people to know about or that you want to keep from people. Exactly. So so this gentleman had a history of being arrested for attempted murder. Mm -hmm. um, they didn't find any bodies, but uh, you know, you've got to kind of like, when there's a little bit of smoke, this is probably fire. Um, so, uh, so here's an interesting story. Um, why are Rolls-Royce cars 
named, talking about Halloween, why are Rolls-Royce cars named things like Ghost, Phantom, Wraith, Spirit of Halloween? Um, because have you noticed that Rolls-Royce names their cars nice. these strange names? I have noticed that, but, but I have no idea why. Is there a particular sequence to it? Is there some reason that they, they all have names that have to do with ghosts, spirits, phantoms, you know? So back in 1907, it started with a car by the name of the Silver Ghost, mm -hmm. um, which was actually called, uh, it had a chassis number 6055. Um, and the name doesn't actually come from Rolls-Royce themselves naming the car the Silver Ghost. The press called it the Silver Ghost. Oh, and, wow. Okay. Uh, and, um, and then it stuck. And uh, from approximately 1925, uh, Rolls-Royce started uh, the trend of calling their cars Ghost and Phantom, etc. So it was actually the press that started the okay. name of the car. Well, that's interesting because, you know, usually you'd expect the manufacturer to come up with these names themselves and it's part of the brand and it's part of there's a story. In this case, it was like a third party who made it up and it became popular. And it became popular and it just hmm. stuck. Okay. Um, George, so, have you been in a Rolls Royce yet? Um, I, I have. Uh, we, we review these all the time and... Um, you know, quite honest, it, it feels uncomfortable because it feels foreign. You know, normal peeps like us uh, <laughs> get in a car like that and uh, you're kind of scared to touch stuff because you don't know what's going to break. Uh, and, and then you know it might be the price of your own car that you're breaking. Mm -hmm. Every time I look at it, I'm just like that driving seat looks like a lounge chair. Like it's too it big. It's like right. not offering you support. It's too, it's too much comfort than actual support. Yeah, it is actually quite big. If you if you sit in a Rolls Royce seat, it does feel like there's more space than in a regular car. Even a you know a largish Mercedes Benz, it does feel like mm. there's more space. Oh, I, I want to go in one. I hear like the doors close. You hear nothing from the outside. The suspension is so good. You feel no bumps. Like it predicts it for you. Yeah, I need to go in a Rolls Royce once in my life. Do you have? Do you tell you what? My team are listening to this, yeah. And yeah. Uh, um, if we get one in the studio again, I'm going to tell them to give you a call so that you can shoot over to the office and. Uh, uh, and uh, oh, that's that. You're a gent. You're a proper gent, George. George, how often do you have um, Rolls Royces on Auto Trader for sale? Um, not very often, uh, but they do. They do exist. Uh, Every now and again, we will have uh, we will have uh, one, two, three of them, but uh, but not very often. I sometimes go into Auto Trader and literally just search for the most expensive car. I like always want to know what it is. Like those G sixty three, like eight wheelers, are like so expensive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I if, do, you look, uh, if you look, if you look on our platform at the moment, the uh, so so that that's what's on our platform at the moment. Uh, yeah, and, there it is. Uh, how much yeah, is it? The, the, the most expensive car is more than likely this McLaren. It's usually the McLarens, Jesus. but uh, you have to inquire to get the price. But uh, this Mercedes-Benz G-Class is 17, 18 million rand. Good Holy Lord. shit. What? Hi, Simpira, how's, how's that? You thought... Like, wait, wait. Uh, now, now I just need to do some research, George. Do people buy this cash? Um, and do you also know the people that buy these cars? You know, just just asking for myself. Yeah, Simpiwe's looking uh, for a husband. 
<laughs> no. So some people I don't know the people that buy these cars, um, but uh, you know when you when you when you're buying a car for 17, 18 million rand, you know these are people worth 300, 400, 500 million rand. Uh, they're not buying the car using debt. Hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. I, and do people get to test drive like a car that expensive? Um, they probably get the car brought to their house to mm. test drive. That's, that's probably sometimes, sometimes with the full tank. <clears throat> no, but sometimes they don't. Someone won't even drive it to your house. It'll come on a truck because they don't want to add okay. kilometers before they sell it, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and, and, and quite often people don't. Uh, people that buy cars at that price, they don't often test drive them. They, you know, they have uh, they have many of these toys, and um, and and they'll buy it. Straight out of the showroom, they know what they want. Um, you know, this isn't a, it isn't a kind of search and select budgetary thing with uh, you know people up there. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, now we know what the most expensive car is on Auto Trader. Can you go on there quickly and show us the the cheapest car for sale on Auto Trader right now? What's in our budget? This is where Simpiwe and Flax and I are looking more around this number. So yeah, yeah, let's, yeah, see, yeah. let's see what yeah, you got. So. There it is. So okay. if, we, if, we flip, uh, if we flip the price to low high, uh, we will see that the cheapest oh. car is a Volvo S40 <laughs> for 99 or a VW Polo Player. For that was like my first car. It's probably it is your first car. It's still on Auto Trader for sale to someone else. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Okay, all right. Oh, so those not are stylish, but um, very well. Affordable. I mean, I suppose it's 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 quite uh, it's quite evident of the um, of the of the of the divide that we uh, that we that we find ourselves living in in the world today. <clears throat> Eighteen million rand car versus a twenty thousand rand car. Right. Um, yeah. And I mean, listen, so, uh, there's, a, there's a small but extremely powerful market that buys those high-end cars. And there are just so many people who, you know, can't even look at something over 100,000 Rand for a car. They'll, they'll only be shopping in that lower market. So, I mean, this is why it's interesting to have you on every week because it's kind of a bit of a – like a microcosm. It's, a, it's a, a snapshot of the economy in some ways. I mean, often when we talk to you yeah. – about things like the petrol price or the vehicle prices for all of these different cars that you sell, it kind of gives you a little bit of insight into what's happening in South Africa's economy. Exactly. I think the automotive industry is a very good indicator of our economy. Um, So spot on, spot on. Um, And then very lastly, Gareth, uh, um, cars that you probably don't want to drive because of their connotation to Halloween. Now, this first car... Uh, um, everybody will recognize, would you be found in this particular oh. car, which is the one that John F. Kennedy got assassinated in? Uh, first of all, I can't imagine there are too many of them around. Second of all, if I believe that that actual car is in a museum somewhere. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, what is it even called? What is it? It's a Lincoln limousine. That's what it's called. Okay. All right. Lincoln limousine. So, uh, so that's the first car uh, you might not want to find yourself in. Mm. The second car you might not want to find yourself in is, uh, is this particular car made in 1914, or should I say driven in 1914. This car is in mm. a museum as well. Um, but this car was the catalyst that 
started World War I and killed no less than 13 people. Jeez, what happened to it? Sure. Um, so the, uh, uh, the person that drove this car was a, um, uh, a guy that got assassinated. I can't even pronounce his name. It was uh, Archduke, Archduke, Franz, Archduke Ferdinand. Franz Ferdinand. That was, that was the car that he was driving in that started World War I, effectively. Correct. His assassination in uh, modern Serbia is what started the First World War. And that is also probably in a museum. That is in a museum, and uh, um, and it killed no less than thirteen people. No, uh, if you add up all the deaths of World War One, it killed uh, about twenty, yes. 20 thirty million people. That's correct. Would you want to be found in that car in, in Halloween? I think not. Um, and then uh, and then the last two cars that you might not want to be found in uh, um, over Halloween is the car that. Uh, um, Bonnie and Clyde were killed in. Oh, shit. Look at that with all the bullet holes oh. still in it, huh? Yes. Mm -hmm. That was a shit. serious drive-by. Look at that. A serious drive-by. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. So you might not want to be caught dead or alive in, in one of those. And here's a funny story, Gareth. Um, James Dean bought this Porsche 550 Spider. Uh -huh. And one of his friends, when he bought the spider and was showing it off to his friends, one of his friends said to him, you're going to be dead in a week in that car. Guess what? One week later, he was dead. He died mm -hmm. in the car. But did he, die in that, did he die in that car or did he die on a motorbike? I can never remember. Uh, yeah, you might be right. But, but he smashed into a wall. Um, uh, he smashed into a wall. That wow. Um, so, uh, so, so. Would you want to be caught dead or alive in Hell any no. of those cars? Hell no. No. Definitely not. All right, George, thank you very much for a lovely uh, end to our week, and thank you for joining us this morning. That's George Meany, CEO of Auto Trader, looking very CEO-like this morning with his tie and his mm -hmm. shirt on. It's much smarter than us.